The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests, the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in my vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order, and he said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not change your minds and believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So God gave the Israelites a rich vineyard to produce juicy grapes of choice wine. It was a terrific gift. Just to appreciate the gift, I went to Napa Valley once and went on one of those tours, the Mandavi Winery Tour, and the guy giving the tour said, in order to have world-class wine, you have to have the perfect conditions. You have to have the perfect amount of light and sunlight and the perfect amount of rain. There's only a few places on this planet, a few vineyards in the world, that provide those conditions. Napa Valley is one of them. And God gave the Israelites a choice vineyard that produces world-class wine. So picture it. The Israelites are so proud of their wine... They, let's say, for instance, they have a great, they put out a great banquet and they invite the Mesopotamian king, the, the king that is in charge of the world superpower of the East, invites them and all his uh, comrades to come and join them to the banquet. And they have all the guests around the table of the banquet. And before the meal is served, they, they, they give the, each of the members that, that came a, a little drink and a glass of Bud, Bud, Budweiser. And that's not what they did. No, what they did is they tapped the keg of the rich, juicy wine and they gave it to the king. And the king takes the glass and he swirls it and then he smells it and then he takes a taste of the wine and he goes, whoa, where'd you guys get this stuff? This is terrific. And of course the Israelites say to the, to the, the Mesopotamian king, he says, oh, this is, our God gave us the vineyard. We have all this world-class wine. And he says, oh, I'm going to start worshiping your, your God. And of course, God is up in heaven here, and the, 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 the leader of the, of the super world is going to worship God because he's very happy. But isn't that the dream? Isn't that the biblical dream that the one day there'll be a great banquet with all the nations will be gathered around the banquet? There'll be peace over the world, and God wants to prepare for this great banquet. So God's all excited, right? So he goes down and he says, I'm going to check out my nice vineyard that I gave to the Israelites preparing for this great banquet. 
He goes down the reason he's picturing his mind, there's gonna be big kegs of barrels piled up, and people will be in the vineyard taking care of it with great care. He goes down there and he finds weeds. And no one work in the vineyard. And God gets very angry. The reason why God gets very angry is because there's not going to be a banquet. There's not going to be people of the nations gathered around. There's not going to be the great king having a second glass of wine saying, I love your God. There's not going to be a dream because nobody went into the vineyard to work the vineyard. That's what Isaiah wrote. Then Jesus in the New Testament, he gives a parable. And he says there were two sons. So the father says to the son, one of them, go to my vineyard and work. And he said, yes. And he didn't go. He says to another son, he says, you go into my vineyard. And he says, no. And I'm sure he has a good reason why he's not going into the vineyard. Bobby's getting married tomorrow. That's why he's not going into the vineyard. Maybe he's got a couple of young kids at home, and he's got to take care of them, and he's got a wife, and he says, I've got to mow the lawn, I've got to paint the house, I've got a job interview today. It's probably a really good reason not to go into the vineyard today. So he says, no, I can't go today. And as he's walking away to do his important thing, all of a sudden, see, he sees the big picture. He sees the great banquet. All the nations gathered around together in peace, all worshiping God and praising him. And he sees the vision, he sees the dream, and he says, this, this is a more important work. And he decides to go to the vineyard. Here's the big lesson. We all have really important things to do in life. Every one of us has important things. But the lesson here is never, never forget the big picture. Never forget why we were put here. And if we never forget, we'll always say yes to God. We'll always know that the work that we were sent here to do is very important. That one day, all of us will honor the commandment to love one another. All of us will be, have a day of peace. But it only can be brought about if we don't lose sight of the big picture and we all go to the garden and work with what the will of God has given us. Yeah, we got important things to do, but never forget the big picture.